0: Kyla, I'm home. Hello, hello. Welcome back to So It's a Show. We are wishing you and your family and friends, but not your worst enemies. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. We are taking a little hiatus to celebrate the holiday with our family and friends and not our worst enemies, And to give ourselves a little break and to give you a little refresher to prep for an upcoming movie, we are replaying our episode about I Love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke Show.
1: Now each of us may only be having one Thanksgiving dinner this year, not four, but we still want some time off to fully enjoy and eat the rolls.
0: Yeah. So we are not skipping the rolls. This awards movie holiday season there will be a movie coming out called being the ricardos starring nicole kidman and javier bardem written and i believe directed as well by aaron sorkin and it is all about lucy and desi and it will be uh coming soon to you in a theater and on amazon prime yes enjoy and happy thanksgiving enjoy some gilmore girls on your time off Happy fall,
1: y'all. See you in two weeks. Hello, and welcome to So It's a Show, a sitcom about me, Kyla Kahnedu. And me, Taylor Blake. We're just attempting to keep up with Lorelai and Rory's pop culture references on Gilmore Girls, but we get in all sorts of crazy hijinks along the way. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't
0: believe all the misunderstandings there are. Oh, but at least everything gets solved by the end of the episode. It's true. What a relief. What a relief indeed. We're mm-hmm. always back to zero and it's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> I suppose
1: our char- uh, us as characters, we learn things along the way, maybe mm-hmm. a
0: little. Mhm. Grow closer. I feel like there's a scale of Full House to Seinfeld where Full House they all learn a lesson by the end of the episode. And Seinfeld, where there's no lesson, and everybody's mm-hmm. just terrible, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I like to think we're somewhere in between that.
1: Yeah. I I think of all the sitcoms, we're the best.
0: Yeah. You know? We learn a we're lesson, but we four. save you from the corny music.
1: Exactly. No corny music. <laughs> just minimal singing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are back with... A regularly scheduled episode, nothing special, um, except every episode's special, and we're talking, you guessed it, old sitcoms, because Rory and Lorelai
0: really like those. And this is a very special episode about it, because all of our episodes are very special episodes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are not talking about Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. Should we clarify? Oh, right. <laughs> At the end of our last episode about The Graduate, not our very, very special episode about our trip to Stars Hollow, <laughs> we played a little clip for you about Skater Boy, but guess what? That was because we didn't know what we were going to talk about yet, so we just wanted to give you the very first pop culture reference in Season 4.
1: Yeah, just to let you know, we were
0: moving on ahead, we were skating on ahead to Season 4. <laughs> And maybe if we're still doing this show in 10 years and Gen Z is listening and they're like, who's A- Avril Lavigne, <laughs> we can fill them in on the greatness of what I thought that music and that song was back in the day. Oh, that was, that was edgy. I know. At the time it really felt that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For the two little suburban white chicks, it was, it yeah. was very edgy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, fun fact, I do know a friend of mine, this is such a time capsule story, but she was so embarrassed because she said that her mom went into Sam Goody at the mall and said, do you have that Avril Levine CD? And she was mortified. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. At least her mom was trying to get her the CD. Yeah. She was a cool mom, not like a regular mom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, another point to another hint at our growing up (laughs) years. (laughs) But we're talking about shows that we did not
0: grow up with, but from a show we did grow up with, Gilmore Girls. It's true. And also, just one more side note before we dig into these classics. Drinking some coffee while we're chit-chatting, and I want you to know it's a mix of two different kinds of coffee, including the special friend's holiday blend that I bought on the WB studio tour. Love it. How is it? It's good. It has a lot of sugar in it, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Colombian coffee with cinnamon sugar and spices. And the first cup I drank, I was like, whoa, this is very sweet. And I had no added no additional sugar as I normally don't. So this is mixed with some Starbucks holiday blend. And it's a really good combo.
1: Nice. You know, I never mix coffees, but... We drink just plain coffee, but it's because it's from Brazil, and so we think it's excellent.
0: Yeah. No additions. I just like to add my whipped cream. (laughs) Well, and I just want you to know The Spirit of Stars Hollow and Central Perk are with us as we record Mm -hmm. today. So because we went on that studio tour, now every movie
1: that I watch that takes place in a city... I'm constantly trying to see if I recognize the studio lot. And actually, as I was watching Gilmore Girls last night, there was a zoomed-out shot when, I know this is not a good part of the show, but when Dean and Rory were talking on cell phones for the first time as she's at Yale and he's married. Yeah. Frustrating. Um, They zoom out and you see mountains. Behind <laughs> Stars Hollow <Oops>. in Connecticut. <laughs> uh, just in case you didn't know, there are no mountains in Connecticut. No. No. So that made me smile. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, you know what goes great with Central Perk Blend coffee? Uh, Pop-Tart? Biscotti is what I was going to say. <laughs> Because today we are talking about a Gilmore Girls 401 ballrooms in Biscotti. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm, Yeah. The IMDb plot summary for this episode is Lorelai and Rory return from their summer backpacking trip to Europe only to discover Rory miscalculated how much more time she had off till school starts, which puts her in a bind with Taylor and Lorelai in a bind with Emily. Run on sentence. Luke's summer cruise with Nicole got him in a bind, and Suki is almost ready to have her baby.
1: Wow. How many times can you use the word
0: bind, or the phrase (laughs) in a bind, in one plot summary? Yes. They're in a bind because they have so much stuff they have to do before Rory goes to Yale. Rory's Mm -hmm. in a bind because Taylor names her the Ice Cream Queen without consulting her. Not her fault. No. Lorelei in a bind because she has to miss Friday night dinner to get all of Rory's stuff. Luke in a bind because guess what? Binds of marriage. He married. <laughs> uh, and
1: then the binds of uh, divorce and figuring that out. Even yeah. though they were married for like a hot second. How in the world? Can they not like, just Like why couldn't that? they just sign
0: a an Yeah. Yeah. Well... Back to friends. Maybe it's like Ross and Rachel. Ross just delayed it so long and they had so many problems. Their lawyer was like, this is your third divorce. It's official. (laughs) (laughs) They
1: should have watched Marriage Story to figure out how to navigate that. Oh,
0: boy. So many loopholes, nooks and crannies. Yeah. But Adam Driver, man. He's the best. Excellent. Excellent. Well, none of these are the binds we're talking about today. The bind we're talking about (laughs) is the bind of a baby inside of you. Has anyone ever said it like that before? (laughs) No. Ugh. Yeah. And the bind of the decision, of
1: making the decision whether or not to know the sex of your baby Mm -hmm. before it pops out and reveals itself. (laughs) (laughs) Here is
0: a clip
2: jackson seriously you don't want to know hey in the old days the guys would pace back and forth in the waiting room until a pretty nurse in a nice white outfit would come out and say congratulations it's a insert your chosen sex here ricky ricardo didn't know dick van dyke didn't know and by gum if it was good enough for rick and dick it's good enough for me
1: first of all i love how he says this if it's good enough for rick and dick (laughs) (laughs) uh beautiful i love this guy he's a just he's hilarious Yes. Is this our first Jackson reference?
0: I think this is. I did not double-check before we started recording. I know we've done Suki before, but I don't think we've ever done Jackson. Hey, welcome to the pod, Jackson. Woo! Well, what in the heck did you think he was talking about when you saw this scene? So, I know I love Lucy. I
1: knew the name Dick Van Dyke, and that he was, um tv star but i didn't know that they didn't know the sex of their babies except for the fact that probably maybe back in the day you couldn't know the sex of your baby i don't know when that
0: started (laughs) so i yeah i am at about the exact same place definitely (laughs) i did actually grow up with i love lucy some i have never watched the dick van dyke show until prepping for Hmm. this episode Nice. I think I'd seen it because it came
1: on? Maybe, but not something that I, I had no idea any of the side characters or, I didn't even know that Mary Tyler Moore was on it until we covered the Mary Tyler Moore show. Same. So, yeah, not on my radar. Well,
0: which of these shows do you want to talk about first then? Let's go with the favorite. Right. I love Lucy. I love Lucy and Lucy loves me. We never sing. <laughs> Lucille Ball, what a legend. She truly is. And I'm always pleased to see her appear in things. And to do the show
1: with your real-life husband and then your real-life ex-husband, <laughs> that takes a special
0: kind of someone. hmm I think. Oh, for sure. I Love Lucy ran from 1951 to 57, so six seasons, 181 episodes, went on, I mean, obviously, huge sitcom in the history of TV. Mm -hmm. It had four Emmy wins, including, I love that this was specified, Best Situation Comedy. Not just Best Comedy, but Best Situation Comedy. Hmm. 17 more nominations, and here is... Probably my favorite potential Emmy category we've ever seen in this lineup. One year, Lucille Ball was nominated for Best Continuing Performance Female in a Series by a Comedian, Singer, Hostess, Dancer, MC, Announcer, Narrator, Panelist, or Any Person Who Essentially Plays Herself. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> That was a category. I have no idea how long that category lasted, but Lucille Ball was a nominee.
1: Good. Yeah. Deserving, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And we watched an episode all about Lucy going to the hospital, a.k.a. Lucy Goes to the Hospital in Season 2.
1: Is this an episode that you'd watched before? Yes.
0: Yes. Although I had forgotten some of it, I realized. When she actually gets to the hospital, for some reason, all of that left my brain. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I hadn't watched, I hadn't seen this particular episode, or I don't remember seeing it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But you can figure out pretty quickly what's going to (laughs) happen as as it progresses. So Lucille Ball is pregnant, which she wasn't supposed to say the word pregnant,
0: my understanding, but she did once, I think. That word was taboo. Oh, yes. Actually, I read that they did not, they managed to not say it at all on the show. They said she was expecting, but they were not able to say the word pregnant because advertisers thought that was too crass. Which
1: is, (laughs) I'm not sure. But I mean, even like my mom, she's made comments before about how when she was pregnant, You don't really, like, talk about it, and you Mm -hmm. just wore baggy clothes. And she was like, but people now – and she wasn't saying this in a people shouldn't, but just in a it's so different from my time. Mm -hmm. People now wear, like, tight shirts around their bellies, and we would have never done that. (laughs) And my my mom was pregnant later than Lucille Ball was, so. Yeah.
0: Anyways. Either that or you're a lot older than I realized.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler. But, yeah, it's time to have the baby, and everyone's super nervous about it. Desi Arnaz is freaking out, and and the two friends who—I don't remember their names. Oh, Fred and Ethel. Fred and Ethel. They are freaking out as well, and Lucy's just as calm as a cucumber. <laughs> Which, not to skip ahead, but it, it was the exact same scenario, by the way, in the Dick Van Dyke episode. I noticed the same thing calm woman who is actually going to have to give birth and everyone else freaking out, which Mm -hmm. is pretty comical, but must've been how they like to do birth episodes back in the day.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think my favorite part of this episode is how Fred, Ethel and Ricky all practice what they're going to do when, (laughs) when, Lucy comes out and says, the time has come, as they predict she will say. (laughs) And they do this very methodical thing where Fred goes to hail the taxi. Ethel calls the doctor and Ricky grabs the suitcase and gets the coat for Lucy. And then, of course, after practicing this two times, Lucy comes out. She's like, I think it's time to go. And they flip out and it is just physical comedy gold with like putting you know ricky accidentally puts the coat on fred and also puts the (laughs) telephone inside of the suitcase (laughs) and tries to leave with it but of course it's on a cord so he can't get out of the apartment oh my goodness yeah let's just play a clip of that and you'll get a sense of the hilarity just think tomorrow night at this time
1: i'm gonna be a father Yes, sir, and I'm going to be a godfather. And I'm going to be a godmother. Uh Uh-huh. Ricky, this is it.
2: This is it! This is it! it!
1: other part comes the other <laughs> funny part which you kind of guess as it goes but <laughs> ricky ricardo the character he is an entertainer on the show and he has a number that night and because this was the 1950s he was at the hospital lucy gets carted away and he's like well if she doesn't give birth in 45 minutes i have a, a show that i have to do at work and Granted, he was reluctant to go. He wanted to to stay, but he ended up going. And so he puts on this crazy makeup for yeah. it. And he, it's like, it looks like it should be a mask he wears. like
0: Yeah, he said it was like a, a voodoo-themed number or something. Yes.
1: Yeah. And he has crazy hair and basically nurses see him call the police because a crazy guy is on the loose. And he goes and does the number. Lucy gives birth to their baby boy, and he comes running back to the hospital, and he's just scaring everyone (laughs) who sees him.
0: Uh, Yes. So good. And that was the part I had completely forgotten about for some reason, mm -hmm. which was just, like, getting to experience it for the first time again. Good.
1: Yeah. And he's presented his baby through the glass, and it's a boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're happy. Yes. The end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Fred and Ricky are.
0: I don't know how Lucy is, but... Yeah, we don't see actually her. see her after. But can I tell you no. a little bit about the backstory of this episode? Because it's a Lucille. little crazy insane. Okay. So Lucille Ball, Desi or they are just marketing geniuses. And they planned well first of all they had to fight to get her pregnancy in the show at all because like you talked about they kind of the people tv executives advertisers kind of just wanted them to ignore it because any Mm -hmm. implication that a couple that is forced to sleep in twin beds having sex is is very scandalous even though Mm -hmm. they had been married for a long time and obviously they had this was their second child in real life so they already had a kid they had already fought to show an interracial marriage on TV, to have her real life husband husband play her husband on the show, and then it was a fight to work her pregnancy into the show. But because they were such a popular TV show and knew how to use their influence, they were able to do that. And then they just totally blew any concerns out of the water with the way that this show it was just like people really were excited about her having a baby on the show Mm -hmm. and to coincide with that excitement they decided to plan a c-section for this baby on the same day the episode aired. Nuh-uh. So it was like the country who knew she was going to go have the baby was getting to experience what it was really like for them at the hospital. That's nutty. Yeah. That is like
1: dedicating a
0: little too much to your job. (laughs) However, just for some perspective, people loved this. This was 1953. 44 million people watched, which was Whoa. nearly 72% of American households that had a TV. <laughs> and wow. because the U.S. population was about 160 million that time. And this became bigger news than President Dwight D. Eisenhower getting inaugurated that same day.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. And now was it the news that Lucille Ball
0: had I think a both. baby in
1: real life, or the episode? Okay, it was both.
0: And there, wow. I this would have to be confirmed or denied. This is from Entertainment Weekly. They say it is said is the source. I don't know if that's reliable, <laughs> but from Entertainment Weekly, I'll I'll mention it. They said water supplies nationwide dropped dangerously when the episode finished because no one had wanted to use the bathroom until Lucy had little Ricky. Oh my- <laughs> that <laughs> wow yeah. so they could not show her at the end of the episode because when they filmed it ahead of time she was still pregnant so they couldn't show her not quite the same way obviously a woman is not back yeah. to her complete original size as soon as she has a baby Well, wow. Dick Van Dyke would lead you to
1: believe that she knows yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes so yes That's a little bit about that episode. Should we talk about Dick Van Dyke, speaking
1: of? Yeah, why not? So Dick Van Dyke, it was, uh, the birth episodes were flashbacks. Mm -hmm. So retellings. So they already, like most TV shows actually, couples already had their kids. Mm -hmm. There's a whole American family. Mm -hmm. So in season one, episode 15, where did I come from? They are retelling to their son, who's now I don't know four. Um, little about Richie, he was not little
0: Ricky. Like um. oh,
1: little Richie. Yeah, that <laughs> that's funny. And then you can also see a little bit in season three, episode one. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. A little bit. They're at the hospital leaving, and that's where Dick was apparently convinced that they brought home the wrong baby. Mm-hmm. So, but the yeah. beginning part shows you a little bit of their hospital time.
0: Yeah. In a little context, this show was on a little later, 1961 to 66, but of course with flashbacks. That would mean Little Richie was born in the 50s, just like Little Ricky. Mm. (laughs) It had 15 Emmy wins, including Best Comedy Series, which at that time was called Outstanding Program Achievement in the Field of Humor. I just think that's so funny to me yeah
1: and yes as shorten a... it deque it
0: yeah i know it <laughs> why do you need to make it field of humor it sounds so cool. pretentious
1: <laughs>
0: yeah and like we said stars dick van dyke and mary tyler moore as robin laura petrie and he is playing a tv writer trying to juggle his work life and his home life oh but these two episodes were way more about his home life than his work life yes that's for sure What did you think of the Dick Van Dyke show? It was
1: fine (laughs) but it didn't like draw me in like I love Lucy laughing, you know, that one is has full of humor. But Dick Van Dyke it just it was kind of yeah, I don't know, just kinda whatever. Yeah, I didn't think it was that funny. I don't remember laughing.
0: Like I find Mary Tyler Moore so funny on her own show. Mm-hmm. That show I laugh at a lot. I like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Just I, I let out a few, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I think I only had one real laugh, which we'll talk about. Yeah, it was just very.
1: Yeah, it was. Pro- I can see it being very enjoyable for its time, mm-hmm. and that's what it was for. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't watch all of episode 301 because very quickly they were out of the hospital and moving on from the actual birth. Oh, but it was you kind missed of fun the best part the
0: Oh, I did? What was that? <laughs> well, you know that they are concerned the whole time that he brought home the wrong baby. Mm-hmm. Little backstory, they are the Petries and there was also a Peters family on the same floor at the hospital. And there were mix-ups in the hospital like getting the wrong flowers or getting the wrong gifts or that kind of thing. And when they leave the hospital, the nurse keeps getting the name wrong and they get to the, (laughs) get home and he looks at this baby and he's like, I do not think this baby looks like us. There is just no way this is our baby. So when they accidentally get something else delivered to their house, that's supposed to be for the Peters, he calls them (laughs) and says, I'm so concerned I think that we have the wrong babies. Like, I think they got mixed up at the oh hospitals. My. And so the Peters come over, the doorbell rings, and Dick Van Dyke goes to open the door, and they're an African-American couple. And it is just, like, the. it is, oh. that was the moment that really had me laughing because it was so unexpected. <laughs> he opens the door And he says, well, why didn't you tell me on the phone? And they were like, and miss this opportunity to see your face when you open the door? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: Rob, there are no
0: series of tests in the world that are going to convince me that is not our baby.
1: Oh, honey, I don't blame you. You can't face the facts. Poor kid.
0: Oh, Rob. Well,
1: honey, that's probably the Peters. Now, brace yourself. Rob, nobody is taking this baby. Do you hear me? Nobody.
2: Well, I think it'd be better if you went to your room. I can handle it.
1: I am staying right here.
2: Hi, we're Mr. and Mrs. Peters. Uh, come in. <clears throat>
0: but I just
1: couldn't miss the fun. Well, I'm uh, glad you're here. It's that was, that was good. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> why didn't you tell me on the phone? <laughs> missed the expression on your face? <laughs> Did I give you a good one? Huh? Oh, beautiful.
0: <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty clever twist at the end of the episode Uh, yeah yeah and that they showed up just to laugh at him Mm -hmm. well and the backstory on that is apparently that was pretty subversive at the time it had been a pretty Mm -hmm. i mean most sitcoms were pretty white at the time And then at the end of the episode, when they're back in the present day, Dick Van Dyke's like, I still think we got the wrong kid. That other kid is, you know, the Peter's boy is doing really well in school and ours is not. And apparently that was very subversive to suggest (laughs) that an African-American child would be doing better in school than a white child. And it was very, like, sounds like it was, they were not sure that audiences would accept that. But it went over well.
1: Wow. Huh. You know, that just reminds me, I was, um looking at busy phillips instagram today Mm -hmm. uh she was on lots of things white chicks and dawson's creek the later seasons Mm -hmm. and she said something this weekend at an event she was speaking at and it was i'm something like i'm very used to exceeding expectations and how as a woman she's felt like less is expected of her. So it's like, wow, you produced this. Oh, good job. Mm. And so that just made me think of that where, Oh, uh, African-American child is doing better than this white child. Whoa. I know, and, you know, that expectation obviously shouldn't be there, but, but at yeah, the time, well, that's good yeah. that they like pushed that.
0: Yeah. Well, and that the idea that they had been on the same hospital floor, <gasps>
1: hmm.
0: that a white wow. and a black couple could, they could give birth just a few rooms away. <gasps> hmm.
1: Yeah. All those little details that I, I mean, I would have never. Yeah, I know. Thought
0: of that mm-hmm. as being edgy. But apparently, yes. Edgier than Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe edgier for a good reason instead of just <laughs> yes. being angsty. Uh, yeah. Any other highlights you remember from these episodes of Dick Van Dyke and giving see, birth?
1: See, we we aren't, haven't even gone into, like, what the funny was, because it just wasn't as good as, <laughs> as I Love Lucy. But basically, Dick kept on sleeping in his suits so that he would be ready mm-hmm. to go. And it was the same thing when, when he thought it was ready to go, when Mary Tyler Moore, you know, moved or something. He'd be like, ah, and freak out, and <laughs> nothing went as it should have. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of very similar comedy i mean like i I had storylines in both of these Mm -hmm.
0: and when it's finally time to go to the hospital there's just complete chaos
1: yeah
0: basically uh dick isn't wearing his own pants that's (laughs) that's how nonsense it gets and they have to call Uh, do they call a cap no they end up going in a laundry truck mm -hmm. which is what little richie remembers well not from the day but being told (laughs)
1: smart kid that one (laughs) so I wonder Dick Van Dyke if the Dick Van Dyke show like was inspired by (laughs) as opposed to stole from I Love Lucy was just kind of the similar themes but you know I was trying to look up other birth episodes on TV at that time and like I mentioned earlier I realized most TV shows scrolling through all the list of you know sitcoms from that time They all had their kids already, Mm. so there weren't birth episodes because they already had, you know, the classic American family, mom, dad, boy, girl, boy, boy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And things like the Donna Reed show already had kids. The Brady Bunch, kids were already there. Leave it to Beaver, Mm -hmm. all the kids already grown and talking. So Andy Griffith, mm Opie was already there. Yep. Yep. So there weren't a lot of birth episodes and actually the, the first sitcom to show a woman pregnant and actually to show a couple sharing a bed. Many people, you think it's the Brady Bunch. I always did. It was actually Mary Kay and Johnny, Hmm. which was based off of a real life couple just like I Love Lucy, and they played husband and wife, IRL, and on their show. <laughs> and it aired from 1947 to 1950, and she was pregnant on the show. Let's see. The description I got from an article about it was, America's first television sitcom starred a real-life married couple as a zany wife and her relatively normal husband, <laughs> trying to stop her from causing too much mayhem. Oh, wow. That definitely sounds like a TV show I've probably seen. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, though, it was not recorded. It was broadcast live, and there are just a couple... I think there's one episode that they do have a copy of. Someone does, but they would just... The TV stations would just record over mm. it, so there isn't record about it.
0: There, you can't watch it anymore, but... And I can tell you, I Love Lucy was one of the first to pioneer recorded episodes. Because hmm. they wanted to film in L.A., not New York. And so they decided, oh. what if we film it ahead of time, not putting it on the kinescope that doesn't stick around today anymore. And that way, that's why we have it in syndication.
1: And um, I'm sure Lucy and Desi Arnez and their children are all very grateful because... <laughs> Whose parents or you them yourself has a copy of I Love Lucy seasons. My mom has a few. Uh, we do, too. Yeah. So, yeah. smart thinking. Forward thinking. hmm They were good at marketing, like I said. Uh-huh. They knew how to use their popularity. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, not a lot of births shown. And actually, Rachel's birth, or Phoebe's birth, I forget which one, but on Friends was one of the first, like, really real, raw showings of really? giving birth on TV. Yeah, I, re- I remember knowing that growing up. So mm-hmm. if I, I could be wrong, but that's, like, been in my head. And then I was actually talking to my mom about um, these episodes, and right away she said, well, Friends, they had birth episodes. Like, that was the first mm. one. So, yeah.
0: Phoebe would have been first. Because Rachel. But I don't think
1: we see her giving birth,
0: right? I think she just does it. We see her in labor and we see her post birth with the triplets, I think. I yeah, didn't refresh. But I don't think
1: we see pushing.
0: We definitely see Rachel doing that. And there is a very. <laughs> to speak of dads who keep freaking out, Ross is a lot more chill than Rick and Dick. <laughs> partly because he's already had a baby before. Mm-hmm. But. There's a part where he trips and hits his head while they're in the room as she's giving birth. And he's like, oh, (laughs) you have no idea how much this hurts. (laughs) And Rachel and the doctor just look at him like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boys. Yeah. And then at the end, in the very last episodes, you are with Erica, aka the birth mother of Chandler and Monica's twins, spoiler alert, as she's giving birth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they discover there's a second baby in that moment.
1: How'd that get there? <laughs> uh, I thought whenever he said
0: heartbeats, he was talking about mine and the
1: babies. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, That's a suspension of disbelief for sitcoms. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, these, I would say, I
1: don't know about you, but these episodes fit pretty well with Jackson's... Mm-hmm description there are some things that don't totally line up but i saw a lot of similarities you mm-hmm
0: you definitely see ricky in the waiting room with mm-hmm. other dads and fred mm-hmm. waiting around uh to wait to meet their babies i think they're smoking in there <laughs> yep not cigars but cigarettes mm-hmm You do not see Dick Van Dyke do that, though. You really just see pre-birth and post-birth. Yeah, but they're
1: both, well, Ricky Ricardo did succeed in wearing a suit. (laughs) Dick Van Dyke, however, (laughs) lost his suit in the craziness, and he was wearing a suit after she gave birth, so maybe he went home and left Mm -hmm. like Ricky Ricardo did and
0: then came back later. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't know. We didn't get to see him pacing Mm-mm. until a pretty nurse in a nice white outfit would come say, "Congratulations, it's a boy." <laughs> and in the Isle of Lucy, there was a nurse wearing a white outfit, mm-hmm. and she was horrified by Ricky's appearance in his makeup, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was also pretty funny. She brings the police to come back and try and find him.
1: <laughs> yep. And uh, in the Isle of Lucy, Lucy even says, "You can't be where where I am." <laughs> To uh, Ricky telling him to go to work, which is just crazy to me. Like, you wouldn't want to be there, at least.
0: I guess waiting. at the time, you're not allowed.
1: Yeah, and actually, I – so I talked to both my parents about this, about where – is this what happened with your parents? Were they there? And mostly my mom – well, first of all, my nano, when she gave birth to, I think, at least two of her three kids – my mom included. She they knocked her out, so oh. she just woke up and the baby was out. Wow! So that was something they did for a little while. Which now <laughs> it's like experience the wonder of childbirth. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, the her my mom's dad wasn't there. It kind of just got me thinking about like how even like. How the disconnect of a father with their child used to start even when they were born. You Mm -hmm. know, like, there wasn't the expectation of them being there to see them. And even, like, in I Love Lucy, Ricky met his son through the glass. Yeah. You know, like, didn't even hold him. And that just, like, that just, that felt so strange to me.
0: And um, sad, right? Like... Kind of makes you think not being there. From no wonder. The yeah. It kind of makes you think no wonder that Dick Van Dyke wasn't sure he had the right kid because he barely saw him at the hospital. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It makes me think of, too, how things have changed. You and I both like Jane the Virgin. And mm-hmm. shortly after Jane gives birth, spoiler alert, <laughs> not really. <laughs> And when Raphael first wants to get to know Mateo, he, like, makes sure to, like, hold the baby with his shirt off so it would, like, help with bonding Mm. and that kind of thing. So he was being very intentional about trying to bond with his baby, getting to know him very early in his life. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think the, at least the 1950s cliche was that dads were a lot more hands-off.
1: Yeah, and my mom talked about men would never change like a diaper. That was not something that dads did when she was growing Ugh. up and and now if a guy isn't changing a diaper then there that is very strange. Come on, be a team player. <laughs> yes, exactly, cuz it is it is teamwork, but there's also Essentially, you know, equal opportunity for men and women to get jobs and have careers, you know, to mm-hmm. at least you can have that. Um, there are, you know, are plenty of barriers, but it's like accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so whereas then my, you know, as my my mom said to me, like a
0: woman was home all day, so what else are they gonna do? It's of course. I watched another episode of I Love Lucy after the birth episode just because I like that show a lot. And I just (laughs) wanted to keep watching it. And it is funny as you watch Lucy and Ricky try and navigate whose responsibilities are what. So obviously Lucy was already staying home and Ricky was working. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But it is funny... They start negotiating about who gets up with the baby because initially it's just Lucy every time. Mm, Yeah. And she's like, please, I need so much help. And he's like, well, I have to go to work. And then they're like, okay, how about this? Whoever hears the baby cry first has to get up and get the baby. And of course, (laughs) they both start pretending that the other, that they are not awake so that the other person will give up. Uh, eventually Lucy caves and gets up and <laughs> she wakes up the next morning well, Ricky wakes up the next morning and she's like, her head is in the crib she's like bent over the side of the crib asleep <laughs> uh, what a good physical comedian
1: <laughs> yes, so good yeah. yeah but yes,
0: the expectation is yeah, the mom's gonna do all the work on the baby and it has to be a discussion about if dad will do anything at all
1: mm-hmm yeah, and it just, it led to, I mean, back then, just a lot of hands-off fathers, which which is sad, because then it's like, boys grow up with, out with their dads, they grew up without their dads being very involved, and then they grew up to be dads, and then they're like, okay, I'm now not going to be involved. It just seems like a very lonely existence.
0: Mm-hmm. So... And once yes. again, we know this is a generalization. Mm-hmm. This is not yeah. true in every single circumstance. But I do think it is something you continue to see in later shows, even in Goodmore Girls. Richard was a way more hands-off dad than yeah. I think Lorelai really wanted him to be. And mm-hmm. as awful as it is in the revival, when she can't remember a good story with her dad, yeah. and I think part of that is You know, unfair to Richard. She eventually does think of a lot of great things they shared together. But I don't think, I do think it's indicative that she did not have the relationship she wanted with her dad because he didn't spend as much time with her as she wished he would have.
1: Yeah. And Emily even said, what about, tell a story about, oh, one time my dad got me a doll and she said he never got me a doll. Mm -hmm. You know, just that wasn't part of their relationship. Mm Mm-hmm so um okay i'm 10
2: and i asked dad f- to play hide and seek and i went and hid in his steamer chunk and he left and went to holland i'm sorry no it was belgium or oh uh i'm 15 and we were having our um gilmore 4th of july party and Dad is dressed as Paul Revere. And I guess I was supposed to be um greeting people or playing the flute with a peg leg. So he came looking for me and he burst into the pool house where I was on the couch with Teddy Wiedermeyer the third. And we had just finished uh <laughs> The British are coming, the British are <laughs> Anyhow, you get it. So, Dad's livid, and he's running around the party yelling, "Emily, our daughter's losing her virginity five feet away from the president of J.P. Morgan," which was embarrassing and not true, because that ship had sailed a long time ago, like Nina Pinta Santa Maria time ago, if you know what I mean. So,
1: so, anyways, times they are changing. But so, yeah, lots of similarities with these. And then I realized, as I was watching these, I completely lost sight of the initial. Did they know the sex of their babies beforehand? And they, they, I was, like, so focused on the, like, wearing a suit, smoking a cigar, in the waiting room. White, uh, dre- nurse dressed in white. That, I forgot about that. But, no, they didn't know the sex of their babies. Or at least Ricky for sure didn't. I don't remember Dick Van Dyke even mentioning it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: ultrasounds actually... Mm, they weren't. They were around, but they weren't necessarily being used to figure out their baby's genders until like mid seventies. So Dick Van Dyke, they could have known the sex,
0: but unlikely. It's unlikely. Yeah.
1: yeah. So probably not.
0: So it checks out. Sure does. So Kyla. So Taylor. That's our show. That's our show! Woo! woo Nailed it. If you have any other opinions on these references, let us know. Maybe you think Dick Van Dyke is hilarious and we just didn't watch the right episodes to be converted. I'm open to that. Yeah, it's free on Hulu. I'll watch it. Yes.
1: Again, I'll watch more.
0: (laughs) Tweet at us your favorite episodes of the Dick Van Dyke show to at So It's a Show. Or find us on so it's a show tinyletter.com slash so it's a show. What else? I, I think I think you've got it. Okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if that's good enough for Rick and Dick and Kyla, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Here's a teaser for our next step.
1: Check this out. Your student ID. I'm blinking and my head's in a funny place. No, it's not. I look like Keith Richards at Altamont.